This is Anshu Bahanda on Wellness Curated. Thanks for joining me on this podcast. My mission is to empower you with health and wellness so that you can then go and empower others. Today we have a chat for you on kinesiology and how it affects the gut and immunity. I have today Dr. Seth Fegel, who is a general physician living and working in Salzburg in Austria. He's trained in modern Maya medicine and he uses it with a fusion of allopathic and holistic medical disciplines and techniques. He actually grew up in the Maya methodology because his father is also a Maya doctor, Dr. Seth Fegel, who was at Viva Maya Althausi for seven years. And he now teaches Maya doctors and he set up his own clinic in Salzburg. Here's one of the gems we've learned about in this chat. Please start trust your gut feeling. Your instincts are trying to assist you in making the right decisions to stay healthy, to stay integral, to stay on the safe side. In the back of the head, something telling you, look, it would be better to run, yeah, or just to resist, or to avoid it. There is a massive organism that is talking with you and in dialogue with your, your sense of awareness at that moment. And following this advice is always valuable, is always good. So tell me something. We'll begin with a question which I always ask. What is wellness to you? That's a big question, very important. And of course, something that is always answered very individual because subjectively. But for me, in my daily routine, and especially in times like that, I experience wellness to be this feeling of integrity. The feeling that I am still in control and in liberty of action, of choice, of decision-making aspects in, in my life, in my routine. Another thing that I find to be essential is whenever I move, whenever I act, whenever I perform, I want my body and also my mind to execute that according to my will. And that if my body is making me sense feedback, that is reminding me, okay, it would be necessary to either take care of this or take care of that, that I then also have space and time and also capacity enough to then take care of myself as well. Wonderful. Can you explain to us exactly what is kinesiology? A kind of a, a diagnostic technique that is just giving us an insight. It is trying to identify stress factors, either internally or externally, that are putting a person into a state of either hyper tension, hyperactivity, you know, like an angry child, or, or that is putting a person into the state of a victim, where there is all the energy literally seems to flow out of the body. What are the factors that are allowing a person to feel integral, to feel captain or commander of his or her state of strength? And this is where the functional muscle testing is coming in. We use, therefore, as a as the tool for the diagnostic, the performance of single muscles. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore, the client sometimes has to act and perform in a very weird way, on the lying on the bed or standing in the room, because we always try to bring an extremity in a certain position so that once the extremity is then moved, it is only moving 
by the help and the force and the strength of a single muscle. And if this muscle is now showing states of weakness, that is already interesting to know. Uh, and if I combine that with activating the senses of this testant with uh, special substances, with foods, for example, with uh, trace elements, with uh, metals, etc., the, the muscle is changing its uh, performance, its, its state of strength. And that is interesting to know. I know since it's just you, you're not going to be able to demonstrate to us, but mm -hmm. can you talk us through what you do? Because I know you use the legs, some people use the arm movement. So mm -hmm. just explain to us the process. People are coming to me because they want to receive them either pharmaceutical or a medical or therapeutic strategy pathway to recover or to generate health. I place them normally on the bed and then mm -hmm. I'm using and testing different extremities on different sides. So I place their extremities in a special way and ask them to push them in a special way. When you say extremities, can you explain that. An arm, for example, or a leg. Someone is bending his or her leg 90 degree in the knee, for example, and mm -hmm. pushing them the knee towards the nose. This performance and this movement is done and executed just by the performance of a single muscle, the pars medialis of the musculus rectus femoris. This muscle is representing a certain organ that is interesting, but for now, in the, in the beginning, it is not so relevant. I just want to see if the extremities of the person are able to be moved, if this person is able to move in a special strength, if this person is able to move in, uh, move the extremities in maximum strength, because this is the only parameter that I want to sense. I want to sense the strength this person is able to perform in this moment with this arm or leg. And if I see differences between left or right side, for example, that is telling me something about, okay, there might be an irritation on the left side or on the right side. And then I'm starting to trigger the person with different acupuncture points, for example, with different pressure points or uh, touching meridians, so that I bring in the topic of different organs. So you test mm -hmm. them without anything in their hand first? No. Initially Actually, just playing the body. Because if someone is suffering from hip pain, you can imagine this person will not be able to perform very well with a leg test. Right. So I want to find out if this person is able to move their arms free. Or if, this, if there's a limitation, I want to see, is it working on the other side as well? And subtext of that is then, of course, with every performance uh, that shows not a symmetric but asymmetric result, that is giving me already diagnostic information that can be then put into a therapeutic strategy. But initially, I just want to test the person. I want to see, okay. is there a warrior lying in front of me or is there a victim? Or is the okay. person in full strength able also to relax? Okay, and then when people want to test for allergies mm -hmm. or for minerals or vitamins, uh, then you will put those in their hand and test it. I normally test by putting things on the tongue. That is important because... Your tongue is a massive and enormous and genial sensing organ. And by attracting it with little and small quantities of a substance, of a pure substance, you are informing the human body, the human animal, the human creature, if you wish so, immediately. This is like the, the sense of vision or the sense of hearing. You have an immediate information and get an immediate idea of what is going on. So just to explain to the people who have not had kinesiology before, say you're testing for a gluten. Gluten allergy. You mm -hmm. would put a little bit of gluten in their tongue 
And then yes. you would test their muscle to see if it's affected from before you put the gluten on. Exactly. That's, you explained it very well. There's one little detail that I forgot to mention. Yes. Uh, it is always interesting and important to see that the muscle is able to perform at its maximum strength. That is the aim. But mm -hmm. it is also important to be able to reduce, to weaken the muscle. Yes. So as if I, I will press at an acupuncture point, I use the classical and very physiological way of shortening the length of the muscle to make it perform weak for a matter of one or two seconds. Those of you who played uh, soccer, for, uh, for example, in the, in the past, or passionate dancers, when you got the hit on your uh, upper leg, for example, and the leg was relaxed, the hit was not painful because there was no massive resistance, but you mentioned, may, uh, noticed maybe that for one, two seconds, you were not able to move your leg as free and normal and powerful and elegant maybe also mm -hmm. than normally. This is muscle only knows about its state of strength by measuring its length. And if I make okay. muscle sense shortness, the muscle cell itself considers its actual state to be already a state of relaxation, a state of weakness. It is not able for one to two seconds to be activated just by willpower. And this is something that I'm using in the testing just to read check if a muscle, if a person is now entering a state of warrior or again, hard performance where it is just upset and always strong, always as strong as possible, but not following my invitation to now please re uh, relax. If this invitation is followed by the person and the muscle suddenly shows the weakness after the maximum strength, I know, wow, you are now arrived in your living room, for example, you are feeling safe, you are feeling confident, you are able to perform, but also able to deeply relax. And that's a good so just to summarize, there are three stages to kinesiology. Mm -hmm. The first is to test without an outside substance. The second is to test with the substance. And the third is to weaken a mes muscle while you've got the substance to make sure that you can also relax with it, that you're not in a mode of constant fight or flight. Exactly. This is as if you are hiring someone, a new member in your team, in your professional team. You want to hire, you want to make this decision as, as substantial as possible. So you inform yourself about this person. You read, for example, the Vita. You invite this person. Uh, you talk with this person. You sense. And within a few seconds or maybe minutes, all the information that you gather, all the information that you collected is melting into an instinctive feeling. Sometimes everything looks okay on paper, but mm. then you have to make sure that you can work together. And that's what the weakening of the muscles about. And you can imagine if, I'm, if, uh, if you're working with someone who is a professional sportsman or woman, muscles that I would never be able to bend or to mm -hmm. weaken. And I first find out, okay, look, that is your strength. And if I shorten the muscles, suddenly there's the weakness. Yes. That is already a moment of aha. And if I then test this person on a special either food, for example, or will place the finger of an acupuncture point that is rep representing an inner organ, and suddenly all the strength is gone, you have someone who is listening to you. Maybe not convinced, but it is not necessary to convince someone. I just want for myself to know what is helping this person and what is irritating the person so to find and to choose the right therapeutic set. <laughs> This is Anshu Bahanda. You can find our podcast, Wellness Curated, on Apple, Spotify, and a host of other channels. Thank you.
Now, coming to the organs that you had mentioned, can you explain what you do there and what that gives you, the result that that gives you? This uh, idea that an organ is somehow connected with meridians, that means lines of energies or maybe also crossways of meridians on the body, is a very old theory. You find it in the traditional Chinese medicine as well as you find it also in the Persian medicine or the traditional European medicine. You find it in shamanism as well. So the observation of healers, of uh, therapists, over many hundred years was that there are some points on the body that are related to an inner organ or an inner organ state. And so if I attract and use such an acupuncture point, for example, like the liver, and the person who is, who is in a state of normal tension, that means able to perform, but also able to follow my recommendation uh, to rest and relax suddenly. If we now attract this acupuncture point, and this person is turning into a warrior, someone who is not able to give in anymore. And if this point is, for example, typically the thyroid in a man or in a woman living in a mega city, mm -hmm. yeah, the pace is enormously and the pressure as well. And the thyroid is a pacemaker. And if this person is suddenly experiencing, ooh, there's such a performance there, and I attract then the sense of this person, like the tongue, with a little bit of selenium. It could be that all the pressure, all the tension is suddenly gone, and clear strength is performing and happening and following, and also clear state of relaxation is possible. Whereas if I then put a little bit of caffeine on this tongue, just to represent acceleration, and I'm normally not telling my client what I put on his or her tongue, yes. so that his mind is free, not expecting something. As well as I also try to be as open as possible, not to have a predecision, for example. Right. If I put then a little bit of caffeine on this tongue, push it, so, and the person is, without touching the thyroid, performing strong, but touching the thyroid, suddenly performing massively weak, mm -hmm. that it's also a very valuable information and, and signal to the person. Okay. So I will recommend that or would recommend that this person, for example, to uh, take a little bit of selenium, not for the rest of his or her life, but for some time, okay. uh, that we are also controlling the uh, performance of the, as the muscle testing again, choosing the thyroid as to be one of those trigger points that are causing living at the moment uh, as a state uh, of stress and i will also give a recommendation please be careful with the coffee that now sounds not like rocket science and you are completely right because it is not rocket science it is just when someone is spending time with me he or she wants to receive advice <laughs> and the advice from the neighbor the advice from the partner the nice advice from the parents the advice from the children and then what he or she was reading in the magazine was not solving the problem for them they want yeah. something individual yeah. therefore the testing is a fantastic tool so tell me something is this something people can do them to themselves so say if i want to do some testing on myself mm -hmm. it is of course possible although i have to confess that i'm very skeptical about that you can try to convince yourself you can be already preoccupied in a performance and the strength of the mind is enormous yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is for sure possible that uh, if you buy yourself for example a book that is explaining you the basics about the applied kinesiology mm -hmm. or you are visiting a course uh, in your in one of the bigger cities of your country and you will find there for sure courses that are offering uh, training uh, you will get an insight 
if you have the feeling that in a, a lecture or in a training course, someone tries to convince you that this is the solution for everything, get ears like that, you run away as quickly as possible. Or, and you just uh, try to read out of the whole lecture what is maybe interesting and sounds logical to you, and you are taking the rest aside. The other question that I have for you is, I know that you were with Viva Mayer for seven years, and before mm -hmm. that you must have been testing, and you probably teach kinesiology to the Mayer doctors. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of experience with this. When is it that you've been really surprised? Have you ever been really surprised by your findings? Look, there's no day that is not leaving me completely, no testing that is not leaving me at one aspect completely puzzled and surprised. Because I, of course, try to be as as neutral as possible when I'm testing, but with the experience that comes very often in kind of an expectation. And okay. if in this test suddenly an expectation is not coming true, but is telling me something complete adverse, mm -hmm. I always have to be very honest with myself that I say, okay, allow this now results the space most likely be really correct and true uh, and not I try to force it into the way I exposed it <laughs> I expected it to be if I then allow this result to be correct my experience proved it to be the better decision because you treated them differently and suddenly this person is experiencing success. And my inbox is full of emails like that, for example. So give me an example. Yeah, that's good. I have a, a person here that was with me in the last two weeks. He is a very senior person in a worldwide industrial concern mm -hmm. uh, with a lot of responsibility, with a lot of pressure. And he wanted to lose weight. People are visiting the gut doctor because they want to lose weight and get yeah. rid of the bloating. So, okay, I tested this person and we uh, went through a few things and nothing came out to be massively out of balance. So he said, look, I'm with you and you are telling me everything is all right. I said, look, let us have a look on the different foods. And there was suddenly one thing that seemed to be a problem and that was the yogurt of the sheep. Right. And he looked at me and said, how do you know? Did I mention the sheep? I said, no, I have no idea. He was eating every day in the morning a little bit of sheep yogurt. So I asked him, okay, look, please take this sheep yogurt away because it is making you wrecked very weak and that is remarkable chew very well drink between the meals the whole maya medicine mm -hmm. recommendations mm -hmm. the general ones uh, and we see each other again in two weeks uh, time look he lost in those two weeks six kilograms of weight he is now not living the ideal way of life and he's not feeling like a god but he was able to get rid of a massive pro-inflammatory trigger of inflammation in his daily routine and that is leaving him experience more strength and more, again, freedom of choice when it comes to where do I want my energy to be invested into. He is now saying he will always ban the, the yogurt for the rest of his life out of his daily routine. That is not the recommendation that I will give, but I will then recommend, okay, please, for now three to four months, avoid it completely and then maybe reintroduce it on one day and just experience of how you feel that particular day or maybe the day after as well. A wonderful. That That's an incredible story. Six kilos and, oh, wow. And this person was not massively overweight. That was someone who, if you see him on the street, you would think pretty fit guy, but looked at from the point of view of my physician, you saw already signs for inflammation. Mm. And inflammation is always coming with swelling, with water uh, retention. The thing I wanted to ask you was, I mean, kinesiology is a whole way of testing. 
Does mm -hmm. it replace other tests? From my point of view, not completely. It is definitely a diagnostic tool that I value very much, a diagnostic tool that I'm executing and working with all my clients or most of my clients from the very young ones till the very old ones. And if someone is not able to perform him or herself, like a six-month-old uh, baby, for example, I'm using kind of a surrogate test as well that is leading to very good results. But I, uh, I'm a physician. I'm a trained general practitioner. So if the uh, result of the kinesiological testing is pointing me in one direction, I'm saying, look, we are testing now in your blood, for example, the hormones. But I now know which part of the hormonal activity I want to be this blood to be tested for. Or if someone is showing a, a very strong reaction on a special food, I say, look, why don't we make a blood testing as well? Yeah, mm -hmm. just to prove that it is not just the recommendation of a weird Austrian physician that was doing hocus pocus on you, okay. but that you have something in your in your hands to be tested for. I was working with an Australian businessman. He runs a few restaurants in Austria, and he was very skeptical with his uh, with my recommendation after this testing and for the food testing because it was very particular. So we did the, uh, the blood test as well afterwards. It was right, and that was good. Yeah, fabulous. Mm -hmm. And tell me what scientific research has been done. Can you tell us, uh, you know, about some papers or something? There is in the U.S. Uh, existing a college uh, for applied kinesiology. It's not a university, and of course, uh, there are ongoingly trials and uh, scientific data produced and also published. With every paper that you produce, with every statistic that you uh, create and trial that you are making, you are inviting, of course, also others to discuss them, the result. And those uh, results are discussed a lot. I can only say, as a, as a physician, I promised that I will never harm someone. Mm -hmm. And not only that, I promised also Im improve someone else's state of health. That is the aim. Lovely. That is absolutely yeah. lovely. You know how we've been talking about testing for food allergies and minerals mm. and things that can be sorted by giving people something to eat. And you can put that substance on their tongue, like you said, and mm. see, like you were talking about stress and selenium, and you could see that it calmed them down. But what mm. about, like, people do kinesiology for emotions, for blockages, for, um, you know, events that have happened in their life, in their childhood. How, do, <clears throat> how can you help with that? I have to confess that I this this part or aspect of applied kinesiology testing is a, a part or an aspect that I blind out in my daily routine. Okay. okay. This is something I have huge respect for because again it is two human beings that are working with each other and they are trying to sense just the performance of a single muscle. Either to be strong, to be weak, or in a state of hypertension. Every emotional influence that is coming or is added to that trial uh, is something that can be a bias or a continuously changing result. And that is not what the applied kinesiology testing is, from my perspective, um, created for and good for. And do you have any other advice? Even if you don't have access to someone who is guiding you doing an applied kinesiology testing with you, please start, trust your gut feeling. Gut feeling, not necessarily the intestine, but your instincts. Your instincts are trying to assist you in making the right decisions to stay healthy, to stay integral 
to stay on the safe side. And if you have in the back of the head something telling you, look, it would be better to run, yeah, or just to resist, or to avoid it. There is a massive organism that is talking with you and in dialogue with your, your sense of awareness at that moment. And following this advice is always valuable, is always good. Even if the advice seems initially a little bit curious yeah, or weird, trust it and see where it brings you to. Okay, that's wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for the chat, Seth. Thanks for joining us. Hope you enjoyed the Wellness Curated podcast. Please subscribe and tell your friends and family about it. And here's to you leading your best life. Mm-hmm.